Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All right, let's do this. First time using StreamYard here. And it's also the first ever Feel Good Friday edition we're doing. So wanted to do something fun, wanted to do something a little more regular and routine. And I decided why not just make every Friday something fantastic. Send you into the weekend with great energy going over really anything. It could be our favorite bets. It could be our favorite moments, our stories. Uh, fan interactions is always a good one. Maybe quotes can get thrown in there. And so today is Friday, March 3rd. I'm Greg Silver from Screaming from the Sidelines right here on Believe, representing nice and proud today as we get set for the weekend. And wow, a lot of good stuff happened this week. I mean, wanted to make the first ever FGF something worth it. And I guess I'll start with just something epic, which was Caitlin Clark going back a few days. So Caitlin Clark, Iowa's stud shooter rock star, hit a buzzer beater three-pointer on senior day over number two in the country, Indiana, Iowa at the time was number six. And I think my favorite part of all that, other than just the fact of hitting the buzzer beater itself, was her quote after the game. Because when Holly Rowe asked what was going through her head as it left her fingertips, Clark just said, honestly, I thought it was money. And I mean, she was not wrong. It was complete money. They were down two. They won by one. And I just got to put on the table that hitting a buzzer beater while you're tied is one thing and it's awesome. But if you're down and it's a do or die, make it, you win, you miss, you lose. Nothing left to play for after that. Gosh, those are the best shots. So uh, they handed Indiana just their second loss of the season. And what a way to honor the seniors. Clark is a junior, so possibly one more of these next year for her. But that was pretty unbelievable. And uh, just, I mean, it is March now. You say it every year, but it is March. And as much as I love the NBA and WNBA and getting to cover all these pro sports and the betting lines each week on the show, there is nothing like that very small stretch of college basketball that just feels like a complete drug. Those first two days of March Madness, I feel like I want to do nothing else but just sit and enjoy every second of it because it's that special. But for now, we'll go back to the pros because another feel-good moment that I loved from the week is James Harden and his headband. So after 20-year-old John Howe was paralyzed from the waist down, In the shooting at Michigan State University, James Harden got the chance to learn his story and step in in a really, really positive way. So Howe is a huge fan of Harden's, and then Harden donated him a pair of game-worn sneakers. He contributed to his GoFundMe, but most importantly, he gave him uh, the time and attention to speak with him and just be be encouraging. He he FaceTimed Howe while he was in the hospital and just said, Everything will work out. Be strong. Uh, You're all right. You're all right. I promise you are. I love when you're smiling too. I love when you're smiling. All right. I'm with you. Uh, Sometimes it's just the little things and uh, just little forms of support that go a long way. And it extended beyond just a phone call and the donations. He's also been wearing 
a headband in John Howe's honor, including during a game in which the Sixers mounted a big comeback against the Grizzlies and Harden had some key plays down the stretch. So that was a, even though it comes in the middle of a tragedy, uh, it does demonstrate the power of sports and athletics to bring people together and get people's attention and to connect with strangers over something that they spend a lot of time and energy on. I mean, that's a big reason of why I wanted to start this podcast in the manner that I did. It's a big reason of why I named it Screaming from the Sidelines because it is about that passion and the power that sports has to bring us together and people just go crazy for it. Um, I know it could be a little bit, there could be some animosity between opposing sides sometimes, but it also has the power to immediately unite with strangers just because you're wearing the same colors or you support the same player. Speaking of this team right here that I'm representing today, uh, I liked another feel-good story from the week, which was Clay Thompson. So he was big down the stretch in the Warriors' win over the Timberwolves last Sunday. He is having a fantastic 2023 so far. Uh, that game, there was no Steph Curry, there was no Andrew Wiggins, and there was no Draymond Green, and he kind of willed uh, the Warriors to victory. But that's not even the biggest Clay headline of the week, and that's not where I was going with this story because when the team released a video asking who on the Warriors would be the worst babysitter, Clay Thompson and his teammate Jonathan Kaminga were the go-to answers. But for the vets, the older guys, the Steph Curry, the Draymond Green, without hesitation, said it was their beloved teammate, Clay Thompson. And then when he was asked about it, first in the video, he was very hesitant and pensive and kind of thinking for a long time, and they kind of had that uh, playing in the background with everybody else's answers, which was very well done by the Warriors' social media team. But then when he was asked about it uh, in a more formal interview, he did say he would not be changing diapers, but he'd have lots of fun with his dog and his boat. So uh, parents, if you're looking for a babysitter, Clay Thompson actually might be the one. And I think he actually is popular with the kids because – Earlier this season, and probably my favorite moment of the entire year of basketball, was Steph Curry walking to the locker room, getting interviewed after some game that they had won, and he's holding hands with his son Cannon, and Cannon just keeps looking back and all distracted, like he was like he was like a dog getting walked on a leash and just did not want to go where the owner was taking him, and he keeps looking back, and Clay's the one that's behind him, and finally Steph ends his statement. And then Cannon just goes, hello, Clay Thompson. And if you haven't seen that video, uh, please go find it. I didn't throw it in here because I don't want uh, the copyright gods to come down on me and tear down the entire show. But hello, Clay Thompson is right there, my favorite moment of the year. I also would like to take this Feel Good Friday to wish a happy birthday to Tyrese Halliburton. Uh, I get called a five-year-old sometimes for my behavior. But you know who's actually five years old? Tyrese Halliburton. He was born on February 29th, 2000. So he is a fake 23 years old. He's really five and three quarters years old. And that's fitting because that's actually at the age where people do say so-and-so and -so three quarters for their age. And uh, his tweet was funny too. He said, appreciate all the birthday wishes and love 
And yes, I celebrate March 1st to big 5.75. Big happy birthday to an ascending star and an all-star in the Indiana Pacers point guard, Tyrese Halliburton. Joe Mazzula actually was put up on the ESPN Instagram account this morning. Great story came out on him. He's doing a fantastic job as the Celtics coach in his first year. When he first interviewed to be an assistant on the Celtics a few years back, I want to say 2017, maybe 18, but it was the year before he was hired, he turned down a Celtics assistant job to keep a promise to a high school recruit when he was coaching at Fairmont State, a Division II school in West Virginia. And the recruit committed to Fairmont State because Missoula said, if you come here, I will be there to coach you in the fall. And then interviews with Danny Ainge. Ainge is thinking, hey, this opportunity might not be here next year. And Joe Missoula has to turn it down. He grew up in the Northeast United States as a Celtics fan, the New England area, I think. And he turns down a job with the team he grew up rooting for to be there and keep a promise to a high school recruit. Ultimately, you guys know that Missoula did come back to the Celtics. They were very impressed with his loyalty in this scenario. Uh, But he said he was crying on the flight the whole way back to West Virginia. It's a really brutal decision, but it all worked out. And now the coach of the year contender, Joe Missoula, has the Boston Celtics trying to compete for an NBA championship. And if they win, he would be the 10th coach in league history to win it all with our first year at the helm. So that's all my good feel good headlines. And let's wrap it up by just going over some games to look forward to ahead of the weekend, because tonight you got a few good ones, but it's really headlined by Grizzlies at Nuggets, 7 PM Pacific time, top two seeds in the West. The Grizzlies just took them down. Not that long ago. This should be a great one. If you were looking for a plan on a Friday night, Saturday, tomorrow, 76ers at Bucks, 5.30 p.m. Pacific. The Sixers just lost to Dallas despite their big three having nice offensive performances. And the Bucks are red hot right now looking to defend their home court, which they do just about as well as anybody in the league. I think them and the Grizzlies are tied, and the Nuggets might be a game up in that category at home. Sunday... There's a lot of games to look forward to. Uh, 10 a.m. Pacific. So early if you're on the West Coast like me, you got Kevin Durant and the Suns at Dallas. A rematch of last year's uh, infamous Game 7 where the Mavericks completely tore them up in Phoenix. But now with KD, it's a new look for the Suns. Warriors at Lakers, 12.30 p.m. And this could be the return of Steph Curry. LeBron James, unfortunately, is out for three weeks, possibly more with a foot injury. So Lakers in desperation mode, and they have a chance to get a win over a Western Conference rival at home. The Knicks are hot, and they're going to go to Boston 4.30 p.m. Pacific to play the Celtics and then follow that by the Grizzlies playing at the Clippers. The Clippers got smoked last night, but people are still believing in them. And when I say people, I mean guys like Charles Barkley. Still a believer in the LA Clippers to get it done one way or another. So ton of good games to look forward to here on this Feel Good Friday. And 
These episodes, look, they're designed to be short. They're designed to be fun. Possibly we'll have some guests on here and there to just bring a little bit more good vibes. But this is something I'm looking to create the foundation for today and keep it going every Friday that I possibly can, which, yes, that should include seven days from now on March 10th. Last thing I'll leave everyone with is that uh, something good that happened in my week was I watched a documentary on Oasis, who is awesome. My sister works for the company that produces it, Box to Box. They are awesome. The doc is called Supersonic. It's on HBO Max. And if you like the 90s and you like Oasis, you got to check it out. It's incredible. A lot of fantastic footage. And uh, yeah, I hope you're feeling supersonic heading into the weekend and that you'll stand by me every Friday. But on today's episode, I am out of time. There are more episodes coming between now and next week. So we actually got two, and I guess I'll just tease them slightly right now as I get this outro music a little bit teed up, and you're going to start hearing it coming in. But uh, one is a little bit more dynamic, but some personal ties. Another is a long-awaited talk with a guest who I kind of dissed their team in the Grizzlies. Keep screaming. We'll be back. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.